This episode of the podcast brought to you by Blender Bottles. Because that's what I'm using right now to hold up my phone so we can record this. Coming to you live, well, probably not live, recorded, from Point Loma, San Diego. I, myself, am DJ Jewel, of course, with guests West Coast Ron. Sup, sup. Back for his second part. And. The illustrious Steve Banana. How are y'all doing? So, fellas, we're on West Coast time now, and that means I can walk down the street, pick up a little joint, walk back, and smoke it. And it's all legal here. Yeah. Was that your favorite part of San Diego so far? Uh, no. The sun is my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the ladies. They're very nice looking. Got the tacos up there? The tacos are up there. I watched him... Oh, are those tacos up there? I watched him yesterday eat tacos like an absolute monster. Yeah, I did. How many tacos? I don't know. Three. It wasn't how many he had. (laughs) It was the fact that he wouldn't eat them on the table. He insisted on eating them on the couch. At El El Prez. What about vacation? I should be able to eat my tacos. Oh, I want to eat my tacos. I was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, that, that family who switched tables four times was really frowning upon us. There was a family at El Prez? Can't bring your, can't bring your mom there. No. Multiple bobs. El Prez, for those listening, is a nice rooftop bar where uh, you have tacos and margaritas and other stuff. You can probably hear a plane overhead right now as well. That's a very common occurrence here in Point Loma. As the airport is very close. This podcast is also brought to you from the San Diego airport. Uh, fly San Diego. What do you think about getting through? Uh... Alright, so I'm not an avid traveler. Uh, Ron warned me about how Logan is. And it, I don't know I don't know how bad it was compared to your other travels, but significantly longer spent in Logan than we had to spend in San Diego. Granted, we're getting off the plane in San Diego, but you said it only took like eight minutes to I, get I can off. get through with San Diego security in under ten minutes. Yeah, you just breeze right in. Thank you for the marijuana. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I do love Are that. Are you a narc? <laughs> nah, no narc. Thank you, DJ Jewel, for the marijuana that you've passed to me. <laughs> so so can you, over. Can you can you say it a little closer to me? <laughs> can you say it right into the mic, please? So I I don't know about you guys. You said you don't travel much, so you probably don't do this. I don't know about you, Ron. I um, try and go through the security like like neurotically efficient. Like I'm halfway through the line getting to the part where we put stuff in buckets, I take my belt off, put it in my luggage, I put all of my stuff in my pockets except for my uh, my phone, which has my ticket on it, into yep. my luggage, I take my shoes off and I put them on top of my luggage. I'm like half stripping as I'm getting through the line, yep. but I'm in. We went over this. I'm quick. While going, <laughs> while going through the line at Logan. Mm-hmm. I started taking off my watch and 
the shoes or slip like can slip on and off, so that wasn't a problem. But I won't take the belt off until the time of. Do oh, I take the belt off? Oh, I take the belt off. <laughs> I feel really weird about having no belt on around people for some reason. I don't know. I just I don't want to lower myself to the scum of the airport. <laughs> you you feel. Do you feel like there's a subconscious, like, what if someone tries to pants me? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Like, you're I'm, holding all your shit. I'm vulnerable. What if this is the time? It's never happened to me in public before, but what if this is when it happens? Nobody looks dumber than with your pants down at your ankles and you're holding your phone, your license, <laughs> and... How loose are your pants? They're, your they're, not, they're not loose, but... Actually, no, I don't think... I don't think mine would go down to my ankles. I don't think they're loose enough. I, I think the belt just keeps it... No, 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 they wouldn't get past the thigh. No. I think 2018 is the year pantsing has ended. Ugh. I think so. Ne- never another pants? I mean, the only the only people with pants that are loose enough, I, I wouldn't... I'd be afraid to pants those people. What are you even saying? Why would you be afraid? Those of the... Of the gangsta variety. Ah. Uh, gangsters? I didn't say a race. There's a lot of different gangsters, and they're, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pants any of them. No. Well, I agree. They might uh, clap back, as yeah, it were. exactly. Mm-hmm. Steve Bonanno, tiptoeing the line of racism since, oh, since 1992. Perfect. I came out of the womb <laughs> tiptoeing around. Ra- I n- never racist, but I came out and be like, so there's a very diverse staff delivering me today. Very, very diverse. Interesting. Isn't your, uh, don't you have family that's a little, uh... Oh, my, my, uh... They don't really tiptoe, they just kind of my plowed through that line. My parents are pretty conservative. Yeah. My, the best way to describe my family is, so my dad is first generation born here, Italian. Okay. And they're all from New York, and that type of Italian is a little racist but the racism comes from this misconception that they're still a marginalized group the Italians yes yes like I I remember specifically um, when Giuliani was uh, throwing his hat into the race back in the day I remember yeah I remember my mom saying They'll, they'll elect a black guy before they elect an Italian. I was like, I don't think anyone's racist against Italians, Mom. Like, I've never... Not anymore. But it's like this weird... It used to be. Yeah. I was. I mean, it this. wasn't that... It was like... It was a century ago. It wasn't that... It was in some people's lifetimes. Yeah. So I get it, but it's it's very but dated. It's, right, it's super dated and to us. I mean, especially yeah. it feels that way. But I was talking to this woman client of mine. She's probably like 70. And she's like, yeah, like, someone once told me, like, wow, you're, like, the best student in my class. And she's like, oh, great, thank you. And she's he goes, amazing for an Italian. She, he said, which is amazing for a woman, first of all, but this was, like, 40 years ago. Mm. No, 50 years ago, right? So that one makes sense. But then he goes, and also the fact that you're Italian. And I was like, wow, really? But I didn't, so, like, in the 60s, mm. 60s? Yeah. Italians were marginalized. I mean, but now we're. But yeah, we're that, back. and so there is definitely that you know the whole, like, 
the Irish were discriminated against, and then the yeah. Italians showed up, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck those guys," right? Because they found someone else. To and then so the Italians were like, "Fuck everyone who came in behind us," and like my parents are still hung up on that Ellis right. Island mentality for some unnecessary reason. Well, because that's what they had. Well, that's like think about all right. The, the, who's the old old guy from Duck Dynasty? I don't know any of their names, but I know who you're talking about. That guy. He got in trouble for saying some racist things. What did you expect him to think? Oh, yeah. What did you expect his point of view to be? He grew up in the South in, like, what, the 20s and 30s? All right, my grandmother still refers to my best friend as the colored boy. But she says it with, like, a nice little, like, the colored boy. <laughs> she's not really racist, and she likes my friend, but that's just... I don't expect anything more. No, yeah. it's just how they talked and what... We're expecting these people who have been around forever to just all of a sudden adapt to this new way of progressive thinking that's in, like, media. Well, she still thinks she thinks I'm a lesbian because I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> so I don't, know, well, what, I don't the, know what to do with that. Also, a lot There's of a it... a lot to unpack there. A lot, of it, a lot of it is... It comes down to just vocabulary, and it's really hard to... Like... Not to dive too heavy into this, but like the whole thing with the the pronouns, yeah, and everything, yeah. Like, I feel like there's definitely. I, I I agree with the whole be be whatever you want if you sure, feel like be you're what you want, but be don't, whatever you want. But it, I don't feel like try and make me feel bad if I didn't get it right yeah. or something. I feel like, like there's, that I should, there's I should know or ask specifically. Yeah. Like, and there's definitely people with a. I feel like they have an unrealistic. Um, expectation. expectation of how quickly they're gonna. I mean, literally, language as a whole, all language stems from there being two genders. So, like, when you're like, we need to change language at its root, and it right. needs to happen immediately. Like, that's just not realistic. See, I th- I didn't know that point. That's like a think very about it, like I mean, crucial point. Like, ima- imagine not are... assuming someone's gender in any romance language. Right, it would be, it would destroy the whole yeah. So like way they spoke. It's it's yeah. Cool. That's an interesting point. I never thought about that. Yeah, I mean you don't say well in English. There's no feminine or masculine nouns. Like it's just yeah. It, they're all just what they are. But like you're saying, like with la or lay or l or yeah. la, whatever it happens to be in the language. Yeah. And now they're trying to say there's more than just the two. I mean, it's if fine. You, if, if you want to do it, it yeah, but have it, let it be your thing. Like, don't don't force it on me or don't make me feel bad about not knowing about your thing. Yeah. You know, I, I'm you, my thing. You, I don't expect anyone else to care, honestly. If you, if if you, you introduce yourself it, to me and be like, I, I'm actually a, a guy and I assumed you were a girl, yeah, I'll, I'll treat you like a guy. Sure. But... You I gotta, can't help. You gotta, re- you gotta realize you're not gonna get the everyone to automatically like do that, it, yeah. right? To get it first, right, it's a thing. It's like, yeah. I, I, I'm perceiving people a certain way. Like, how do you expect me to perceive you with your point of view before I know you? Before you give me a chance to try and get in your shoes? Yeah. Pants. Give me a second. Getting what? Shoes, pants, shoes. Oh. Give me a chance. <laughs> Just give me a chance. But also let me get in your pants. Give me a chance to get in your pants. Let me get in your shoes, then I'll get in your pants, and then we'll figure out the whole gender thing after that. See, now we're getting back to what this podcast is all about. (laughs) Dunkaroos. I think it's funny that last week we were talking about ass-eating, 
Yeah. And now we're on the West Coast, suddenly we're a little more progressive, <laughs> having deep conversation. So. It's okay. So that's what you get when you listen to Street Knowledge. <sighs> you get everything in between yeah. either end of the spectrum. Steve, do you eat butt? Uh, I, I've sampled some. So Sampled? I've sampled. <laughs> this isn't like the, the Chinese food place in the food court in the mall. I've, I haven't done a lot of butt stuff. I haven't done a lot You've of... you got three things. What do you want? I haven't done a lot of butt stuff. No. I feel like... See, this is my issue <laughs> when I ask people about this. They ne- Cats on the table. Yeah, there's nothing on there. They never, it's her birthday. It's fine. It's my cat's one year anniversary that I've had her. By the way, anyway, name of the cat? Lemmy. 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 Let me tell you about her. <laughs> Didn't. Bad joke. Um, but anyway, whenever I ask people about their buddy experience, they never want to just tell me exactly what they did. It's always like, well, I've experimented. Like, what did you do? <laughs> there was a little lick. I didn't go back for seconds. It's <laughs> poo comes out of there. You know? <laughs> See, you know when I say like butt eating, I think it's funny that you just take it to like you actually take it to a food level. Yeah, I've sampled. I didn't go back for seconds. <laughs> like, did you have a fork and knife with you? Were you? Going, <laughs> I had a bit. I had a bit. I had a bit. <laughs> you know it's gonna be messy. Did you have a I don't know. I just uh. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done much with the butt. It's not, it's not even. I don't know. It's not like a hang-up. It's le- more. There's just a lack of desire. Right. You know. That's fine. I hope our uh, upstairs neighbors are enjoying this conversation as much as I am. <laughs> I, think they, I think they need to know. We they honestly should have asked them a question. Molly was going out in there. <clears throat> what question? Anything. How much butt have you eaten? No, none but. No, no but. None but. None but. Ron? None but. None but? None but. None of that but. I think I got pink eye from eating pussy near your butt, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a dirty pussy. I, no. <laughs> no. The, my, the butt was close to my eye. Oh, you think she, like, farted a little in your... Possibly. Gross. Yeah. Very gross. Well, that's the thing. 69. Yeah. I hadn't 69 for a long time. I had 69 in ages. <laughs> Just being destructive. <laughs> she knows it's her anniversary, so she's just freaking out. Um, she knocked over an empty beer can. Oh, is my cat gonna get drunk? Sure, it's her birthday. birthday. Yeah, it's her birthday. Just um, like her dad. Yeah, just like her dad. So Marvel. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into the meat of this. Let's get into the meat. So Infinity War. Coming. What's the date? The twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. So less than a month now. Yes. Wow. Coming up, um, it has been said by Kevin Feige, the head of the cinematic side of Marvel, that after this two-part movie event, uh, the landscape of the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be completely different. Of course. And I spend a lot of time online reading things, and honestly, I haven't seen... I feel like I've speculated more on what that's going to be like than I've seen written online. Iron Man's dead. I don't know about that. I think Ugh. he is. So, he's, Kevin Feige has said before um, that he sees 
uh, Tony Stark and a lot of the characters, kind of like James Bond, like over the years, many people will play them. And granted, Tony Stark is, is one of the hardest to recast because Robert Downey Jr. is so perfect. They have to do it. Because killing off Iron Man permanently, just like, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. work. And um, so I don't know if you guys know about uh, in recent comics, there's been a lot of um, younger heroes taking on uh, the roles of the classic heroes. Mm -hmm. And it's been more diverse. And there's mixed feelings about it. Some people think it's like an over the top push to like make things more diverse. Some people, uh, I personally just think it's lame to not just make new heroes because it's just, there's like two iron people a bunch of spider-men like there's been multiple thors and it's like i just think it's more stale than anything i don't care if there's like a, a black captain america or a black iron woman but naturally you wouldn't but well yeah some people do there were there was uh they made falcon so they killed off Cap in the comics, and then um, Sam Wilson, Falcon, became Captain America for a while. There were all these fans that uh, lashed out at that, and uh, the writer of the Sam Wilson Captain America series brought Cap back uh, as a Hydra sleeper agent, as kind of a fuck you to like, okay, you can't handle a black Captain America? Here's your Captain America, he's a Nazi. <laughs> And that was a whole arc, and they ended up correcting that and uh, with Cosmic Cubes and bullshit, and now Cap's normal again. Good. I actually just read... It was called Secret Empire. I just read that. But, um... Anyway, point is, they, they could go the route in the movies of having, like, people take up the mantle of Iron Man or take up the mantle of Thor. I shouldn't have, like said, the, I should have said Iron Man will die. Tony Stark is gonna die in this, in this movie. I am very confident in that. And I... It, kills me. I'm, oh, I'm okay. not 100%. So people who are 100% going to die, actually the only one who's 100% going to die is um, Captain America. How do you know that? Because Chris Evans' contract is up after Avengers Infinity War. Both of them? Both of them. Uh, he has said he's not returning. And in the comics, Bucky becoming Captain America is a pretty big segment of the comics. And they've really been kind of setting it up. I've seen like people point out online just like color schemes like at the end of Black Panther when he comes out of the uh, tent I think he had like cap colors yeah. like it, he's just very clearly going to be Captain America mm. at the end of all this um, and then I'd say Iron Man's a strong maybe strong maybe Vision is a strong maybe I was thinking Vision um, and oh, then two Thor. I don't think they're going to kill Thor. His contract's up. I think he's going to renew. Thor 3 was awesome. Yeah, it was. He's also, he's like equally perfect to be Thor. He said, though, that if the writing doesn't get better, that he doesn't want to do it, which did, is odd to me because... Did he say that after Thor 3? Yes. Because I thought he loved Thor 3. I thought it was after 3. I no, I think... Way, it, but I love Thor 3. No, I Thor think Thor 3, was Thor 3 was huge... I think they're going to keep Hemsworth. But also, nice. so... I also think, um... Drax or Nebula I'd put up there for maybe dying. 
Really? Yeah. I go Nebula. Drax. I think one of those two, someone from the Guardians I think, I, has to I die. I think the Guardians crew is going to like kind of take up the mantle after the Infinity War. I think you're going to have Guardians, Black Panther, uh, Captain Marvel, so Spider-Man. That leads me to my next thing, what I think is going to be. Because another thing that happens in the comics a lot is um, people from Earth go to space and people from space stay on Earth. And this is going to be when the Guardians meet them. Right. So I think realistically, when the Guardians leave Earth, they're going to leave a few people behind and bring a few people with them. Ooh. I think Groot and Guardians. Mantis are the top picks to stay on Earth. Groot. What, is, what does Mantis even do? She's the. I understand. Hero. I understand that she. Yeah, but like, she's not a fucking hero. She's, she's an Avenger at one point in the comics. What does she do? Well, in the comics, she's a telepath. So what is she gonna? And she knows karate. In the touch comics. Thanos by the head and just figure out why he's doing what he's doing. <laughs> Maybe. I, no, she's useless. Well, I well, think she's she gonna stay on Earth. Then she's not useless. I think she's there for. Like, never mind. <laughs> what were you gonna <laughs> say? Diversity reasons? No, I was gonna say for Possibly something not. to look at, but then I realized she's a bug person. I still, I'd still, I'd still fuck her even as a bug person with the antenna. What about yeah. uh, what's who's Zoe Saldana? Saldana? No, ne Nebula. I'd probably fuck Nebula too because it's um, Sharon Gillian. Yeah, I, I, she's really Doctor hot. Who. I'm talking about the actual character. I don't <laughs> I'd fuck the character too. I don't care if she's a robot. She's a part robot. But what, what, if, what if that? What if that part's robot? Then it would probably be the best. Right, I was just gonna say, like say intergalactic <laughs> pocket pussy level. This is intergalactic space pussy. Yeah. Bet you didn't think we were gonna go here with this Can conversation. Can you comprehend? Honestly, the of this podcast. Also, I feel like she would just like manhandle me. She'd get rough with me. I'd feel unsafe. I'd, I'd be great. I'd be great. Is It'd that what great. you get off on? Feeling unsafe? You have no idea. <laughs> Oh, so dangerous. Clearly. <laughs> um, or Victoria. Oh. But, uh... I think she must act out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. I, we have an, an idea. Uh, anyway, wait. So, <laughs> back on track here. Back on track. Back so, on the important things. Um, Cap definitely gonna die. Maybe Vision dies. Um, maybe Tony Stark dies. Maybe Drax or Nebula dies. I think... Uh, Mantis and Groot stay on Earth. Um, going with the Guardians, uh, I think Valkyrie is a likely candidate to go with them. Um, there's actually um, a run in the Guardians where uh, Thor has like a, a strange sister who I don't think they're ever going to introduce into the movies, but Valkyrie would basically fill that role, and she ends up being a Guardian for a while. Yeah. And then right now, in the comics going on right now, um, Ant-Man is a Guardian, Dope. He wouldn't have been a guess of mine just because of his like character and he's got the kid and everything. But the comics do try and Fucking have some kind of continuity with the movies. Yeah. So I could I could see Ant Man going with them for whatever reason. Maybe things don't work out with Wasp or other reasons. But when I was reading it and there's like one part where he literally turns giant and explodes a ship in space and it's like, oh, I hope he goes with them because that looks awesome. That would be great. Yeah. I saw a picture, a uh, cartoon on uh, on Instagram of Ant-Man 
going really small and then just crawling inside of Thanos' head and then going big inside Thanos' <laughs> head and just ending the Infinity War. That's why he's not in the posters or anything. That would be... Right when they think it's all over, all of a sudden Paul Rudd just explodes <laughs> out. He's like, hi guys! Wow. It just ends. That would be amazing. Yeah. And that's probably why he isn't in it. Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts of Civil War. Oh, when yeah. He, when he was like, whoa, and he's all big, and he was just like the happiest little kid that I got, ever got to put that, on That, I mean, that whole scene was like the best, as of now, the best superhero fight in a movie. That was my favorite of the Marvel movies so far. Civil War? Civil War was my favorite. Yeah, Civil War is really good. Um, I don't know if I'd say favorite. I th- so, one thing that uh, has excited me is um, Phase 3 yeah. has been the most exciting because they've started to really have them, um, like, everyone... Civil War was basically an Avengers movie. Right. Thor had Hulk in it. And, like, moving forward, there, it looks... Because one of the biggest things with Phase 2, which was kind of annoying, was in each one of their solo movies, you're like, why aren't you calling your friends? Like, Iron Man 3, yeah. like, Nick, he threatens the Mandarin... Yeah. on national television and I was like why did Nick Fury doesn't even call and go what are you doing man right. and like <laughs> Thor 2 he destroys London like S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't show up like, no. like and it just they didn't even really like seem to be thinking Cohesive. about explaining right, right. why no one else was showing up yeah but now it looks like they're really gonna cause that's how it is in the comics people people jump into each other's comics all the time right. some the same way a bunch of heroes haven't had their own solo movies, a bunch of heroes don't have their own comics all the time. Yeah, they just jump in and out. They're just there. They're just in an Avengers comic that runs every month, or they show up here or there. So what's your favorite? My favorite Marvel movie so far? Uh-huh. It's tough. Civil War definitely up there. Uh, Winter Soldier... Is also like Winter Soldier is just a really good movie. That's my point. And honestly, Iron Man One is still like one of the best ones. I think it's so good. It was just so good because it was the perfect point for him to come out and be that character, and he was it. He exemplified Tony, and he was just oh. And then it got. If that movie wasn't as good. Mm. Maybe this whole thing doesn't develop. Yeah. Oh, well, um, Iron Man literally... So one of the reasons uh, Hulk got just buried the way it did was because they came out the same summer and completely different tones, and Iron Man did so much better and just set the tone for the entire universe. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's the only reason they recast Ed Norton, but... I think that definitely helped. They were like, yeah, we're just going to kind of bury this movie. Yeah. Um, and I think all, I was reading something where some of, like, Doctor Strange and Black Panther and yeah. some of them, they got pushed back dramatically because after um, Iron Man was so successful, they switched gears to really focus on getting the core Avengers. Right. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I had a... Another another thing where, where I think things are going to go. I think um, 
I think Scarlet Witch is going to end up with Doc, not romantically, but end up with Doctor Strange at the end of all of it. Because she's magic. And I think she, especially if Vision dies, if Vision dies, which I think he might, I think it'll be Scarlet Witch not wanting to be an Avenger and Doctor Strange, like, taking her as a student because she's magic and then she'll be in his at least second movie. Interesting. Yeah, what's, what's his second movie? You seem to have a lot of theories. I read a lot of comic books. I read a lot. Fucking nerd. I just read, in the last like three days, <clears throat> I read literally like 30 Doctor Strange comics. Maybe get a job. <laughs> Touche. This is where I uh, I leave the cast, folks. Again. So uh, I wish y'all nothing but the best for the rest of this podcast. Thank I'll you. be heading off to work. This podcast also brought to you by Sushi Lounge Point Loma. None of the things we've said can be held on held accountable for Sushi Lounge, by the way. So just go eat the sushi, but don't think this is in any way, shape, or form. Don't any, don't any. walk in and be like, so I heard some mildly racist, nerdy <laughs> comments on the internet. I would like a free rainbow roll. Yeah, that won't happen. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Do you have any... I could keep talking about one. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about Oh, what did you think of Spider-Man? Homecoming? Yeah. I thought it was really good. I thought that was my favorite Spider-Man movie. Because they allowed him to be a kid? Like... A lot of reasons. He was a kid. Um, like, the, the tie-in to the MCU is what made it so much better. Yep. Um, I really liked how they did uh, Vulture and all of them using the scraps of all of the other movies. Right. It just it tie it fit really perfect. It it was written so like when it would be mentioned in the core movie. Now you rewatch that and you go, oh, like this piece, blah 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 here, and then you're like, oh, that was ha- like that's the beginning of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're giving you all that story to just kind of backfill on your own. Hmm. You know, as much as... Not to contradict what I just said. So, as much <laughs> as... How well it fit into the MCU, do you know about the, the timeline issue that With? it created? What? So, for the sake of making it that Peter Parker grew up from a young kid watching the Avengers yeah in the beginning of it they say that um, the first Avengers movie happened like eight years before um, homecoming eight years which is wrong right and uh, there's a bunch of stuff on the internet where like the the one thing about the MCU mostly because of homecoming the timeline has kind of fallen apart. Like it, it just doesn't, because you you for them unless specified otherwise, they're supposed to be happening when they're released, pretty much. Right. But according to Homecoming, it was off by what was it? Two years, two or three years? Mm. Three years. Yeah. I don't trust you. Yeah. So I I don't know. They've they've talked about. I've I've seen stuff that they were gonna release like a. 
uh, a, an official timeline and try and correct it. I don't think it's been released yet, though. No, I don't see how they're going to be able to correct it. I don't know. I mean, they could also just... It's not like every movie they start and they give a year. Right. So they can definitely, like... They can. They have wiggle room. They can wiggle around. And but whenever they drop other... That's the thing, is that you'd have to look... All right, where are all the dates we used? Where are all the, you know, Yeah, they definitely... It's definitely time. something that needs to be corrected. Another one, like... Uh, Doctor Strange, for example. Yeah. Um, Isn't there a, a pretty big gap? Is there like a year? So Doctor Strange, there's an Easter egg in Doctor Strange when he's driving before he has his accident. And do you remember he's on the phone and he's asking about like surgeries he could take? Right. And the first one, it's a little Easter egg from Civil War where they're like, there's a army general who was in, broke his back. He was in some experimental armor. Yeah. So that puts the beginning of Doctor Strange at, like, after Civil War. Right. Which means he went through all of those surgeries and everything, and then went through all his Sorcerer training, and then became Sorcerer Supreme yeah. between Civil War and Doctor Ragnarok. Because he was in Ragnarok. Right, right. So, like, that as fun as that Easter egg was, they could have really just, like, not done it, and been like, no, like, that was happening... For years, for years. <laughs> so now, so now it's just kind of like, oh, he became Sorcerer Supreme like really fucking quick. Well, I mean, that's what it seemed like in the movie anyway. It but did, still. but like, not. They, uh, they definitely r- remove the ability to like allow yourself to believe he was just there for a really long time. Because yeah. there's, they do time jumps. You could have, there was Rocky esque montages of him studying. Like you could have been like, oh yeah, he's been there for years. It makes sense. While that he's, he's sleeping. Yeah, that was a cool part. Um, that did have that. I I really liked that movie because it was so. Uh, how can I say it? Magical. It was <laughs> magical, but it was like adventurous in uh, I don't know a, a dimensional plane that. Yeah. It's kind of. I mean, not everyone can wrap their head around it. Like a literal person, like I don't know if they enjoy that. Movie. I mean, it did. A lot you know what of I mean? People enjoyed it. Oh, right. a literal, like a literal person, someone who's can't. <laughs> someone okay. who is very literal, not oh, yeah, yeah. an actual. I human. mean, I don't think a person who's very literal <laughs> can enjoy most of the superhero movies. That's right, right. But so I did like the movie, um, because I have to be cynical because I'm a nerd. Um, it was <laughs> basically magic Iron Man, like just like it hits all the beats the oh, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, like, I feel like that's probably one of the last origin story movies we're going to get out of Marvel. Yeah, hopefully. Because <laughs> um, Doctor Strange is one of my favorite comic book characters. Yeah. And so I enjoyed the movie, but I was more excited for what it set up. Okay. I'm like, all right, like, after Infinity War, we're going to get Doctor Strange too. We can get fucking weird. Yeah. And, like, they already set up... Because they have a big issue with the villains being two-dimensional and killing them off within one movie. And, like, obviously, like, uh, I can't even remember his goddamn name, but uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character who had the fucked-up eyes. Like, he was super one-dimensional. Oh, shit. What, what, what was he even the enemy? He was... He just wanted everyone... Like, he wanted Dormammu to just... 
tape. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Super yeah, yeah, forgettable yeah, yeah, yeah. character. Right, and Doctor but Strange. Then, okay, but yeah, yeah. now Baron Mordo, who's, like, actually one of Doctor Strange's arch nemesis, is, yeah. he went from his ally to now his enemy, and they, like, developed him. So now, like, assuming they don't just kill him off in Wait, Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, the... Twiddle? Uh, what? Is it Twiddle? Uh, the actor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's he, who's... All right, what's his name? Baron Mordo. Baron Mordo. So he was... His Remember at the, the the post credit scene where he steals the crippled yeah. guy's magic? Yeah. So, like, assuming they don't just kill him off in Doctor Strange 2, like, that's an awesome character recurring. now. They well, that's developed like, him. That's how Bucky was for a yeah. lot of the Captain America movies, yes. you know? I mean, they've they've killed off a lot. Of, a lot of, that's the main issue with Marvel. They've killed off a lot of their villains. So, like, you have... In the name of progress? I don't, like, I, I don't know. Like, they're... You could kill off some, but they've killed off too many. Because, like, the same way now they're going to have, like, dozens of heroes on one screen together. And you've, yeah. if you've seen all the movies, like, it's fine. You're not overwhelmed. They could do that with... Vil- they could have a couple random villains show up in a movie. All at once. Right, and still get beaten. Like, that's yeah. someone who recurs. Like, Instead of, like, what's his, Andy Serkis's... What, what the hell? Oh, is- Claw? Yeah. Yeah. So, Claw, like... I'm fine with him dying because he, he was in two movies. He was really good in both. He was well-developed, and, like, it made sense for the plot that he died. Right. But he was so much stronger in Black Panther because we met him in Ultron. Right. Versus, like, if he just showed up right. in Black Panther and died, like, middle of Act 2, it's like, all right, like, he was kind of cool for a minute. Yeah, but what's the payoff? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, they have a few that, are, like, also... They're gonna deal with Infinity War, so for all we know, they're gonna bring everyone fucking back to life ever. So we we don't know what's no. gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna do that. But no, this isn't Dragon Ball Z. But you can't just be collecting balls and making wishes. Um, oh, you know who's they're bringing back, but not from the dead. Um, Ronan, who was in Guardians. Ron, wait, 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 wait. Oh, really? He's gonna be in Captain Marvel because that takes place in the nineties. Interesting. It's so like, you're excited, you know this villain, you get to see him again. That's why they gotta stop killing them all. Well, that's it. I did like Ronan. He wasn't the worst. I mean, he had some funny lines, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he wasn't too bland, in my opinion. He had, even though I didn't agree with his temperament or his ways. Oh, yeah, he was... About, he, you know, he made some stupid, hot-headed bullshit decisions. Mm-hmm. Which ultimately led to his demise, which, thank God, because... Mm-hmm. We don't want our heroes dying out there. <coughs> but, I don't know. The point that I had been trying to make that it is now gone forever. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Uh, are you, you going to go see Infinity War, like, as su- ASAP? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go? I mean, I saw Black Panther opening night. I'm disappointed. So, I, for the folks at home... For them... I've been unemployed since January 1st. (laughs) The bar I worked at shut down. Um, January 1st is a terrible time to start looking for service industry work. So I have been unemployed since. Um, I have a job lined up for a place that is opening mid-April. I cannot justify requesting off Thursday night, like week two of this job, to go see a movie. You would think 
in the three plus months of just utter unemployment this fucking movie could have come out <laughs> and I could have gone opening night but no, no. I'm probably gonna have to wait a full weekend but, to but see but no yeah though alright I, I love honestly this is, goes into a bit of the deep backstory of who Dan Leahy really is <laughs> Um, I like saving a movie sometimes. If I'm excited about it, mm-hmm. I'll I'll wait a weekend or whatever. And if I've heard great things about an old movie, a classic or something, yeah, and it's like everyone tells me it's good and I haven't seen it yet, I'll wait. You'll guess wait. what? Guess what? I haven't seen what? Guess what? I haven't seen Casablanca. No, I've seen that. That's I actually great haven't movie. seen that. It's a great movie. It's one of those like I have a list of movies <laughs> that it's like I know that's a really good movie. Yeah. But I haven't watched it. Right. This is a new segment. Guess what I haven't seen. What haven't you seen? No, guess what I haven't guess seen. Guess what you haven't seen. <laughs> um, Gangs of New York. No, I have, that's a great movie. That is a great movie. That's one I actually saw for the first time recently, because I was like, I know it's a good movie, but it's also a three-hour movie. Oh. So it took me a while to Just finally... Give Scorsese's time. Well, also, another thing with these... Uh, these, uh acclaimed movies yeah is if you miss the boat for whatever reason yeah everyone's seen them so like it takes it it unless you want to just saddle up and watch it by yourself you guy it, it well, takes a while to be like hey you guys want to like oh if it's acclaimed you find someone who likes it and you're like well oh, I love the, uh, Princess Diaries yeah but anyway what movie haven't you seen <laughs> I want to keep making you guess but I guess that would get pretty annoying pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> the Godfathers. What? The Gussie! See? No. I've seen, like, it's been on. I watched a scene. I've seen Michael kill that guy in the restaurant about 12 times. Mm-hmm. But never. I don't want my brother coming out of that bathroom with his <laughs> dick in his hand. <laughs> my dad um, quotes The Godfather. My dad's seen The Godfather so many fucking times. Yeah. He, he, if he's flipping through the channels and he catches it early enough in the beginning, he'll just watch it. That's, that's the thing. There's, there's movies on that it's like, oh, that's on? Great. (laughs) I have nothing to do for three hours. Uh, We're watching. Yep. Have you, what are you waiting for on The Godfather? I don't know. Maybe when I become a man. Um, I haven't seen The Third Godfather because it's just considered not good. Yeah. And I just have it. And isn't that the one where it's like mostly in Italy? I don't know. I, I mean, no, nah, the first one, actually, both of them have a decent amount in Italy. They're both. They both have parts in Italy. I don't. I, I don't know if the third one's more in Italy. I haven't. I just. I know he's old. Yeah. Michael's old yeah. in the third one, but I've just heard nothing but disappointment. So I just haven't bothered to watch it. Well, this is. Uh... Man. These thoughts, they keep on, uh... I do, the second one, I, I think I might like the second one better, because it has the flashbacks with, uh, De Niro playing... Yeah. Um, playing the Godfather. Right. See, I don't even... <clears throat> but, uh... I can't help you out with his name. You gotta... You gotta, you gotta watch the Godfather. No, I know, I know, <laughs> and I think that's what... Alright, that's what I wanted to say. We're back on track, folks. What I wanted to say was, I think I know when I'll be ready to watch The Godfather. 
Mm-hmm. And that is the day I find out I'm going to be a father. <laughs> You're going to wait that long? I'm going to wait. Oh, my God. It's, I haven't seen it. Now, what, what's the rush? You know I, what I'm saying? I feel like... That would be so impactful. Just so, there's so many... <laughs> References in so many shows and That's movies that you enough. just I know miss. Enough. No, I know enough. Oh man, that's a that's a big one. That's a big one. But yeah, my dad he he, he quotes it a lot. He uh, you know Fredo. Yeah. He he uh, the line I'm smart. Yeah. I can do things. My dad says that all the time. I'm like for no reason, no context. He'll say it. But he also said, um, he told me I'm out of the family before. Mm-hmm. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I, I feel like I've seen a very above average amount of movies, but I also perpetually feel like I have not seen enough movies. Yeah. That's... I mean, I think that's the way it is. Either you're a casual moviegoer and you're like, ah, or you have a a bookcase that you've built in shop class dedicated solely to your DVD collection. I actually don't have a DVD collection. I do. See, I... The best part about my collection? Not a bad movie in there. That's good. That's good. I used to have, like, a modest DVD collection that I ended up putting in a binder when I went to school. Oh. And then, I like the cases. I don't know. And then when we moved out here, and I was getting, I was really cutting down on how much stuff I had. I looked through the binder and I was like, even if I wanted to watch one of these movies, I would probably stream it before I remembered <laughs> I had it on DVD. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't, and I just don't. I we donated so much shit to Goodwill. Like just weird shit. We own so much, so much weird stuff. <laughs> just giving away weird stuff to Goodwill. Like, well, I mean, there was like obviously clothes and like normal stuff, but candlesticks. Just like the amount of wall decor and just like, because our, you remember my trailer at Endicott? Yeah. And then imagine how that just snowballed, living in <clears throat> essentially a frat house with all that bar decor and everything, and like. Like we have a lot of stuff on our walls here, yeah. and this is tame. Like yeah. stuff's framed. Stuff is framed. Like we lived in a fucking frat house back <clears throat> back in the day. Yeah. I don't have a lot of wall decor right now. I love wall decor. I do too. I just don't have a ton. We I um I accumulate it, and I also uh I've gone to college before, like, started a semester, there have been times where I I, uh, start off the semester and I put up my posters, like, first, just to really, like, make myself feel at home, and have not made my bed the first night. Like, I've slept on a bare mattress because I put up the posters, and then I was like, alright, cool, let's get drunk, and that, like, (laughs) that was my priorities. Posters. Posters, cool, I want to go see everybody. I'm. I don't want to make my bed. I'm drunk. Yeah. Like I've done that more than once. And you're allowed to. Yeah. Make sure to don't. Yeah. That is a good part, though. Having your own, making it cozy, making it feel you. I wish I, if I could go back, I would have started framing things. <laughs> Years ago. 
on it. Well, a, it looks so nice. It does. B, do you know how many posters probably would have made it if I had framed them? My Kramer poster, that would have made it. Oh, the one where he's—it's a painting. Yeah, I love that. One. I had um, I had one poster. It was um. Season one of Breaking Bad, it was the shot of Walter White in his tidy whiteies holding the gun and the uh, RVs in the back. RVs yeah. in the back. That didn't make it out of college. No. No. What other ones did I have? Oh, I have one. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a picture. It's like a <clears throat> like dark blues, and it's like these shadow images, and it's very clearly a brontosaurus. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you see a comet streaking in <laughs> from space, and at the top it just says "never," and at the bottom it says "forget." Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. That one got tore up. Ugh. But I love that. Oh yeah, I love yeah. that poster. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I like wall decor makes me comfortable. I mean, we even I put up that's mine right there. It's a it's a tapestry of a kraken. For those at home, it's a kraken attacking a sailing ship. Uh, I'd say f- one five sail, five sail two ship. masts at least. Yeah, two possibly masts, possibly three. That's a big vessel, folks. Yeah, you gotta understand this isn't this isn't a cutter. So though the kraken is even larger than the ship. Yeah, I had kraken. that back when uh, back in our other house. I had that covering a window because I was more of an alcoholic there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> and the daylight upset me. Yeah, no, I I I drank. Boston was hands down the most I drank in my life. The drunkest locale. I. That's a show. The drunkest locale. The drunkest locale. <laughs> Hashtag the drunkest locale. I um, working at Sunset, um, and I had a bar in my house, and that was like where we went. So an average day, uh, get to work at like five. Whether or not I was cut, stay at work until we we closed, and sunset would close at like one. So if I got off early, I'd start drinking there. Then we'd all go up to Patrons, which closed about two, and we'd drink up there, and we basically drank for free. They didn't ring in anything, and we would just, at the end, throw them 20, 30 bucks each. Everyone won. Fuck the owner. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, we would get to stay until like 2.30, 3 in the morning sometimes, get to my house by like 3-ish, and then keep drinking at my bar, sometimes until daylight. Then we would sleep it off, and then there was a period of time where I was, because we had the bar, I was on a Bloody Mary kick. Me and Dan would wake up, have Bloody Marys for breakfast, go to work, and start it off. I (laughs) genuinely, like, I was actually an alcoholic for that chunk of my time. and I living Bukowski? I have toned it down a lot living out here. Well, you must be a little happier. Yeah. What with the sunlight? Yeah, there's a lot more sunlight and and everything. If we're being honest, though, I think my body just physically can't do that anymore. <laughs> well, that's another. That's growing up. Oh. Dan can attest to the fact that I threw up three times yesterday. <laughs> from I wasn't going to tell everyone. But no, I, I threw up three times from being hungover yesterday, and no one thought I was drunk enough to merit that. So I don't think my body's going to make it that long. Yeah, <laughs> and like you were saying, you felt better, but Ron and I were always of the. 
We don't know. Like, throwing up, that's the last thing I want to do. You know? Uh, I've always... Well, there, I know people... I don't know if this is you specifically, but I know people who would rather just... Like, they'll feel a little sick. They'll throw up so they can keep drinking. I've done that. I've boot and rallied. See that? Boot and rally. There it is. See, now I know. So one thing um, that... Because I told you I threw up blood freshman year. <coughs> and the reason I threw up blood is because... Not like a shit ton of blood, like... Right. Oh, my God. Like, rush him to the hospital. Like, <laughs> this I... This is all blood. Like, I dry heave to the point where I tore my... I've done this twice in my life. <sighs> I tore my stomach lining and a little blood came out. Yeah. And I went and I told campus uh, safety... And they were like, oh, well, that's not good. You should probably go to the hospital tomorrow. <laughs> Didn't, like, bring me then. Tomorrow. Didn't give me a ride. They were like, you should probably go to the hospital tomorrow. I was like, all right. So I brought myself to the fucking hospital. Um, they treated me things. like an alcoholic, which I was very offensive. <laughs> I was offended that they were... Honestly, no, but, like, realistically, I, rem- I specifically remember I went and... Uh, the woman I talked to, I explained, I was like, yeah, she was like, how much have you been drinking? No, I showered. She was like, how much have you been drinking lately? And I was like, drinking like three nights a week, like I just started college. And she's like, what have you been drinking? I was like, rum and Cokes. And she's like, you've been drinking rum and, like, I've been, like, I've been drinking water bottles of rum and Coke. And I was like, I, I normally drink more beer. I was trying to play down it. I was like, normally I would drink more beer, but like, you can't sneak beer into the dorm. So I've just been drinking... Liquor and the woman. She Love must how have, honest you can be with medical professionals. She, I, 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 I've never wanted to lie to medical professionals because no, it's like something wrong. Yeah, so I was like being honest. I was like, yeah, like she, this woman must have never met a college freshman before. Yeah, she was like, no, look, never. I think she's like, I think you have a problem. Like you're drinking three nights a week. Like listen to yourself. Like you can't sneak beer into the dorm, so you're drinking hard liquor. I'm like. Yeah, that seems really logical to me. That seems and super reasonable. Don't you understand? So I was also 17 at the time. So like they, I was a minor and they <laughs> kept me, they kept me there for like over an hour after they had already like given me medicine and checked oh, me out because they were waiting to see if like a counselor was available. And eventually I got to leave. They were like, yeah, um, they're busy. But um, anyway, what I was saying, I learned, I developed a method for when I need to throw up so that never happens again and I call it squirtling. You can look it up on Urban Dictionary. I'm the one who put it on Urban Dictionary. Oh my god. Um, I didn't know there was a famous person on the podcast today. And uh, it's when you know you have to throw up but you have nothing in your stomach so you just chug water until you just throw up from how much water is in your stomach and then it's like water gun so they're like a squirtle like a Pokemon. (laughs) And that's what I was because I threw up three times yesterday, but none of them were like, I ran to the bathroom and I was about to throw up in my bed. Yeah. It was more like, I can lie here and really just like hold in this stomach bile and it'll hurt. And maybe if I do end up throwing up, I'm going to dry heave and hurt myself. Or I'll be like, all right, let's accept this and just chug some water and boot it out. And like, oh, I, yeah. I just hate. I've thrown up so many times. I can't. <laughs> I've thrown up I couldn't begin to count how many times I've thrown up in my life No, I could I'd That's... say it's Let's disqualify the baby years Yeah Okay, I'd say sub 30 Wow, I've Yeah I've thrown up more than 30 times since I moved out here That's ridiculous <laughs> but like, And honestly, I mean I don't know if I'd be better off If I held it in Because 
maybe I'd have a stronger stomach, but I think the reason this has happened is because I have a shitty stomach, so I don't know. What chicken or the egg? I don't know. I don't know. Chicken but, or the egg. But this fair. is where I'm at now. I don't have a great stomach. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a great stomach. It's often upset with me. But that being said, I do think my shitty stomach is the one thing that's kept me from like really being an alcoholic. <laughs> yep, fair. Fair. Like, it won't let you. It lit I physically can't drink enough to have a drinking problem. <laughs> it won't let me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great built-in defense mechanism. Yeah. I hope someone in your family, like, years past, was like, this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to set up my great-great-great-great-grandson. Yeah. I've, I, like... No, there's some heavy drinkers in my family that have, like, over the years had to tone it down. And, uh, I... My stomach just like stopped me at the gate. All right. right. It was like, ugh, I know this. Yeah. I know this game. It's all in my jeans. But I don't know. Right you still you still drink like a youthful person? No. Do you recover well? I'm. This is as well as I'm recovering. I mean, I guess it depends on how much I'm drinking. If I've eaten something. But what was it? Nah. Yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, I felt like. A little like uh this morning I was I woke up and I was like, Yep, alright, cool, like watched a video on YouTube. Uh and I was like, Alright, I'm gonna go take a shit, that was good. Then I was like, Yep, no, time no, no hangover. Time to nah, not really, man. That's a well, also right before like well not right before I was like however long it takes to play at least ten matches of Super Smash Brothers Melee <clears throat> and smoked a huge joint so that also that'll, helps that'll help. that's the thing it's like if you smoke before if you can handle it some people like I've been drinking with people and I'm like alright like I'm gonna roll a joint mm. and then we'll go to smoke it and they'll be like oh my god like they get so like twisted up and like when I'm drunk and I smoke I'm like alright cool now I'm back like mm. <clears throat> it evens me out more so than it trips me up <clears throat> I so I the only times I've smoked recently have been like I take a hit or two of like yeah. a vape pen when I'm really drunk. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's it for me. Cuz I told you like I get really like anxious and uncomfortable when I smoke weed now. Yeah. But um those couple times I've been like all right, I'm like all right and I think it's literally the amount of alcohol yeah. balances out <clears throat> like keeps me from going in my head. Exactly. And that's the exactly. only way I can like that being said like that's short-lived, and then it all hits me. I'm like, all right, I gotta go, go to bed now. But, <laughs> but that's Dude, the, you just gotta dis. At that point, when you start getting into those, you gotta disassociate with something. That's why, I like, get stoned, play a video game. You're just in the game. Oh you yeah. You don't need to worry. That's when it gets fun again. That's how yeah. I really. Because like, for sure, I when I kind of started having adult problems, and like I was like, that's what I was thinking about at night before I went to bed. Like, if I got stoned, and then I was like, oh my god. So then I was only thinking about that for like hours on end at night and I was like I can't do that shit anymore so then I started rolling back into like alright and you know I've never really during the day unless I'm on vacation (laughs) (laughs) never during the day never if I have something to do if I'm gonna go to work or something like after for sure like at night after dinner like when I have time like what especially like when I have time at night and it's like, all right, nothing else is going on, I'm going to, like, 
do some creative shit. Like I, that's yeah. now I can you know write some songs or I can make some music. You know, put it all together. See, I've had I've had times where I've uh, in the past tried to smoke yeah. and be creative, and um, I uh, I run the risk of like just staring at my computer screen. I'm like, I set aside this time to write, and now I'm just dumb. <laughs> No. So, so, but like, I mean, sometimes I've I've smoked and like, even if I didn't write anything down, I'm like, oh, that was like a good idea. I've fleshed something out, but I can't even bank on like I'm gonna get really high and be pro um, productive creatively. We're gonna change that. We're gonna go get really high and be productive. That's it for the podcast this week, guys. All right. Thanks uh, to Steve. 